Welcome back to the Less Doing Podcast. I'm Ari Mizell. And I'm Nick Sonnenberg. And it's just us, thanks to this new format that we are doing. We'll be officially launching the, the new podcast in just a couple of weeks. So we'll have two separate podcasts for all this wonderful goodness that we provide you. And we'll have all the information to subscribe to that. That'll be in our newsletter. So if you're not on the newsletter, you should get on the newsletter by going to lessdoing.com. But uh, we'll, we'll be talking about all the details and there'll still be all sorts of show notes. So thank you for uh, listening in. So Nick, I know that you're into coffee, but I can't remember if you like cold brew or not. I do. And I have, I, th- I think I have the same one that you have. Isn't it like a, like a Japanese? Yeah, the hair one. Yeah, I have that one. Okay. So I love cold brew. I really prefer it. And I, just for like a random thing, for people who are previous sufferers of Crohn's or if you have IBS or if you have stomach issues in general, cold brew coffee is generally about 75% less acidic than uh, regularly brewed coffee. Uh, and it's noticeably different. It's really good. So you also end up with a co- basically what's a coffee concentrate. So if you like really strong coffee, traditionally, or whatever, not traditionally, but uh, if you're going by the book, you would take cold brew coffee and you would actually water it down and then put whatever else you want in it. I go straight cold brew coffee. So it's a, a, a zinger every time I have it and I love it. And uh, this Hayer device that Nick and I both have is great. It's, it's not even a device. It's basically just a, like a tea pitcher. Uh, so, but this is a new thing from uh, a company. It's called Easy, uh, Easy E, well, I guess it's E-Z-E cold brew. And it's basically like a Nalgene like water bottle, but it has the cold brew filter in it. And essentially what they tell you to do with this is you basically put the coffee in it. You could do it the night before and put the water in it. And then in the morning, you can just grab it and go. And you've got your cold brew on the go for your commute. And I think I love it. I think that's great because I love my cold brew. So it just makes it more convenient. And it's uh, it's stronger, right? Because you, it's like overnight, the overnight soaking. and Yeah. So you typically are going to do like a 24 hour for uh, most cold brews. I actually go like 48 hours on a lot of them. So it's 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 pretty serious stuff. I like my cold brew. So anyway, that's the easy e cold brew maker. Now, this is, a, this is one that I just randomly found this weekend that is very specific to parents, but I thought that this was cool enough that I had to share it. So we had a, a little fender bender issue with our minivan. So we are, we're, we're getting it fixed and we are borrowing my mother's Mini Cooper right now. So it's really funny to go from an eight-seater car to a, a barely a four-seater car. And uh, we're, we have the four kids, obviously, still. So I was, I was looking at some options. And there's actually a company in the UK called Multimac. And they make units for small cars that have three or four car seats in the unit. So rather than, than trying to jam in a couple different car seats, and you can look at all sorts of blogs to see people who've done that, this is a, a single unit that has three or four spots in it for kids. And they have a, they have a, a three car seat unit that goes in the back of a mini. Now I didn't buy this, but I just think this is really amazing. So if you want to get an efficient small car, but you do have that need to carry around a bunch of kids, this actually is a really good option. You can see this, right, Nick? I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. As safe as uh, what you were using before. Yeah. It's got the five point straps and it's got the head blocking and everything. And and they have models that can take like three kids or two kids and a baby. Uh, and, And you basically, you just put in the car that you have and it tells you which one will fit. So it's pretty cool. You can actually have like a a very large family in a fairly small car and small cars are definitely more efficient. Okay. So uh, this one I thought you would like, and I wanted to wait to show you this on, on the podcast here live. So this is called Screenful. It's a new power up for Trello. 
Now, we are in the process, as, as you've talked about, of sort of moving away from Trello eventually. But in the meantime, this is sort of like visual analytics for Trello boards. And I thought this might give you some ideas. So are you seeing this? Mm-hmm. It's cool looking. I mean, so basically, like, it's just a power up for Trello, and it will show you uh, how long cards are taking, what the breakdown is uh, in different lists. Uh, but it, it burn down, which you know, obviously is for Agile. I just thought that that at, at reaction time, you know, so like cards get picked. I thought that this was relevant stuff to what we're doing, and I just thought visually this could give you some ideas. Yeah, that's that's cool. I'm gonna take a. Uh, did you did you install the power up? No, no, I haven't tried it yet. I wanted to show it to you first because. <laughs> You know, sometimes I get really excited about things and then Nick is like, yeah, well, but that's actually a waste of our time. So don't do that. <laughs> so then I don't. In the voice of reason. Yeah. So this is, this is a screenfall uh, for Trello. So if you do want some very basic visualizations of, uh, and, and reports or automated reports of, of what's happening with your Trello boards, you can check out screenfall. Um, okay. And then the next one is called uh, Leaf. So... Uh, this is an automated growing device, an automated uh, device to grow your own marijuana at home. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was waiting for a little pause there. So uh, <laughs> there's a number of these, you know, there's like the arrow garden. There's a bunch of these things that allow you to like grow herbs in your home and things like that. But this is specifically for growing a marijuana plant. And they actually never refer to it as marijuana here. They just call it medicine. So you can grow your medicine. Um, and I, you know, I, this is not, I'm, there's certainly no judgment on my part because I think that there's a lot of huge medicinal benefits to marijuana. This is interesting about growing it yourself. It's got an HD camera inside. It's got the light. It basically looks like a fridge and it's a complete growing solution for growing your own marijuana. So <laughs> kind of interesting, right? Is it automated? Like, will it automatically like water it at the right time? Yes, exactly. So you don't yes. have to do anything? Exactly. How much does it cost? Uh, well, it is, uh, I think it's for pre-order right now. They, they don't have the, wait, do they have the price? They don't have the price yet, <laughs> but it's, it's got an app. So, and with, because it has an HD camera, the app will show you like, you know, what it looks like right now and precise temperature control and humidity control. Uh, the, the seeds, like you're buying basically like a pre done box of, you know, this is the kind you want with, I guess, you know, different uh, ratios of THC to CBD have different effects on people, uh, obviously. So you can play around with that way. But yeah, you look, you can hook your water up to it and it will water itself. It's got its own lighting system, drying mode. So when it's actually ready, it will dry it out for you. So then you can just roll it and smoke it. Wow. That's uh, <laughs> pretty cool. I should show it to my dad. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, but okay. Right. So, uh, I, I, it's very cool. Okay, so then the next one, uh, this is an article in Tech Insider, and there's all these kinds of articles all the time about like the most efficient exercises and all these things, but this one actually I, I, I agree with, and it's nothing groundbreaking, but it's, the article says it's the two exercises that will keep you fit for life. Uh, Nick, can you, can you actually, can you guess what two of the, ex- any, what either one of them are? Let's see, burpees and jump roping. You read the article? No, it's in the URL. Ah, okay all right so burpees and jump roping short circuit my guessing game uh okay yeah so burpees and jump roping uh burpees suck for most people and they work pretty much everything in your body and jump roping is really good in terms of cardio uh working the small muscles in your feet coordination timing uh everything Uh, i actually now when i jump rope because i'm training for this haymakers for hope event 
and I I'm have a limited amount of time to train, I'm always training with the altitude training mask on as well. So if I can jump rope for three to five minutes without like losing it, essentially because the, the altitude mask is so freaky, then that's pretty good. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just got an altitude mask too, and uh, that thing is insane. Yeah, it's um. For those who don't know what we're talking about, the altitude mask is it's just a, a it, you look like Bane from, from Batman and it restricts the amount. It, it's not so much that it restricts, but it just makes it much harder to breathe in and out. And uh, more than anything, what I found is it's trained. It, it's scary when you first use it. It really is. And it's trained me to calm myself and just sort of breathe steadily and strongly through my nose, which is really great for boxing because boxing, you just, you can get gassed out so quickly. And so it's, it's, it's a really good tool. Uh, okay, so then there's an article in uh, Quartz, which is the biggest productivity myth is that rigid rules like the Pomodoro technique are for everyone. So I don't even want to get too much into this article because I just I I disagree. It's not that I disagree, but I think it's a stupid premise. Honestly, um, I, it's something that we're always talking about about trying to like sort of meet people where they're at. And yeah, Pomodoro is not going to work for a lot of people, and it will work for some. The I think that people confuse sometimes they, or a lot of times they confuse productivity with efficiency and effectiveness, you know, because productivity is really just producing more. That's all it is. But effectiveness is how you're using your time properly. So yes, if you're using something like the Pomodoro, and, and by the way, I recommend the Pomodoro technique for lots of people, but not for everybody, because you certainly can produce more if you're going in these sprints of 25 minute sprints. And it's like, oh, I'm going to get four of these blocks done and I'm going to write these articles. And yes, you might be able to do more, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're being more effective. So it kind of depends what you're trying to get to. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the Pomodoro technique is great, but I don't, I don't personally do that or pretty much any of these like famous or well-known techniques. I don't, I don't really do, but I, I, I do see value in them for some people. Yeah, and, and and like the other thing about that is what what they also uh, refer to in that is that just because the Pomodoro technique says you're supposed to work for 25 minutes and then take a five minute break doesn't mean that that's what you have to do for everyone. So you could do Pomodoro, but for like for me when I do Pomodoro, I'll do a 15 minute and five minute break, and that works. That does work well for me when I do that. And part of that is that I don't necessarily have work projects or I, I, 25 minutes of work straight for me on one thing is is a little challenging honestly like i know nick you could get like lost in coding but even if i'm going to write an article like it's usually not going to take me 25 minutes so 15 minutes works out really well for me that kind of thing yeah it's a personal preference right exactly so um anyway that's all the links i have for today what, what do you want to talk about nick the most exciting thing is yesterday i found i stumbled i live in greenwich village and i was walking around and i stumbled <laughs> for all those in new york that lived downtown, I stumbled upon this great place called Springbone Kitchen on West 3rd Street, and it's a bone broth place. And I had a chicken bone broth with a raw egg and butter, and then they put it in a blender, and it was absolutely delicious. Oh, you didn't tell me it was in a blender. Wait, so why? why? Yeah, it's like, and then they give it to you in like this, like, it's like a cup to drink out of. It's called, you go to, go to springbone.com. You would, you would absolutely love it. They have all these other add-ons you can put like uh, collagen in there and stuff. So I'm going to give it a try for my morning breakfast routines. But but so like, did it have the consistency of like a smoothie almost if they put the egg in it? No, it was like, it was like, so it was like soup, but then you get to like an egg part and then you're like just eating raw egg. <laughs> <laughs> and that was okay. like rocky a little bit, but it was really good. Um, 
The other thing to mention, I just signed us up. I didn't even tell you this. I signed up, uh, us up yesterday for Gecko Board on the paid plan, and I'm testing that out. It's a dashboarding tool, and I've connected our Google Analytics uh, to it. Um, and also, you can connect like Facebook ad data. And Would uh, Mode connect to that? I don't think Mode will connect to it. I'm going to use Mode more for like custom analytics stuff. Um, and this will just be like for those vanity metrics like out of the box. Um, did you ever talk about Hotjar? Do you want to talk about no, Hotjar? No, yeah, we, yeah, we talked about Hotjar. So okay. Hotjar lets you uh, watch people using your website essentially. So it will record user behavior and actually like record like almost like a, actually like a screen share. So you'll see where their mouse went, where they clicked, the entire path of it, what page they went to. Uh, you can see if they filled out a form only halfway and then left. So uh, it's, and then you can see where people click, how far people scroll. You can get really low hanging fruit. Like people maybe think that there's a link that isn't uh, and you see that they're clicking and it's not going anywhere. And like, it's really interesting insights. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's just so important to get like an outside perspective on, on what you're working on because you can get lost in the trees. Very cool. Yeah. So that's it for today, everybody. Check out lessdoing.com. Uh, I'm sure you have already, but if you haven't, go to lessdoing.com and look at the assistance and our coaching packages and consulting and the books and everything else. So thanks, and we'll see you next week. See ya.